Hi, this is Taylor, and I'm Beckham's biological mom. And I'm Madison, Beckham's stepmom. And we are best friends, but also just two moms normalizing healthy co-parenting. We are stepping up to the task and changing the stigma built around blended families. Here's our story. Hi, I'm Taylor and I am the mom who birthed Beckham. That amazing little boy was born in August of 2017 and he was six pounds, six ounces, and it was a crazy ride with him start to finish. He is the most unexpected, but coolest little kid ever. Um, I graduated from BYU in communications um, and I am currently doing sports journalism right now. Um, I work for ESPN 960, which is a local ESPN uh, radio station, and I started dating my husband Cameron when Beckham was about four months old, and so it happened pretty fast, but it turns out that he was just the love of my life, and we got married later um, that upcoming August of 2018. Um, from then on, the next October, we had Ledger, who is our one-year-old... <laughs> And Beckham and Ledger are just the best little friends, and I love watching them grow. Hi, I'm Madison. I am a stepmom. Um, I started dating Gentry when Beckham was under a year old. Um, I didn't meet Beckham until his first birthday, and we dated for about a year and a half, and then we got married. Um, I'm currently in school to be a family therapist and hopefully work with blended families one day. So basically what she's telling you guys is that she's way more qualified for this job than I am, so I would listen to her way more than me. But I do not know how to record a podcast like Taylor does. Hi, Becca. What's up, dude? <laughs> He's like, what come the say heck's hi. going on? Come here. What's up? What's up? What's up? Do you want to come say hi? Say hi. Say Look, hi, everybody. Say we're just doing a podcast. Podcast. Say, I'm awesome, Beckham. I'm awesome, Beckham. <laughs> Say, peace out, everybody. Yeah, peace out, everybody. <laughs> peace out. Wow, he's being such a good listener. <laughs> that never happens. Um, the reason we started this podcast is for Beckham and to show everybody else that basically co-parenting is possible. We have a lot of people asking us how we are friends and what we did to create the friendship and the co-parenting relationship that we have now. So, <laughs> so we decided to make this podcast in hopes of helping other families create that bond that we created for ourselves. And I feel like it didn't start off this fast either. It took us some time to figure out who each other were and to kind of gauge all of our places in this little co-parenting group. It took a lot of communication and work and honestly just took us just thinking about Beckham and putting Beckham first in order for us to grow the relationship we have now. And now I don't feel like, yes it is about Beckham, but it's more, our friendship is now more than just Beckham. With that, like, Beckham kind of was our starting point of, like, opening up to each other. And now, like, apart from Beckham, we have our own friendship. And not only does it help Beckham, but it helps us. It makes our lives so much easier, so much better. And 
Um, we don't so have much stress. Easier. Yeah, so much easier. No stress, no feelings of hatred, no feelings of jealousy, just an honest friendship. I think stress was the most frustrating part of it because before, like when I wasn't even really talking to Gentry or really knew who you were, I just had to trust that he was just going to be a good dad. You know, you kind of know he would be, but it's just like when you're the mom and you have all the stress of being a mom and like you birth that little baby and it's like, okay, I'm just dropping him off somewhere and hoping that he's okay. But now that we have this like open communication and I know that Gentry's a great dad, but he also has another uh, mother figure in his life, which is you, Maddie. And I love that because it was so much easier. Like I remember one day you guys were deciding to go to the zoo. And I was like, well, Gentry, did you bring a stroller? And he was like, oh, no. And I was like, okay, you can use mine, whatever. And then he was like, oh, just kidding. Like, Maddie already brought a stroller. And it was just one of those small things that was like, okay. Like, she's got this under control. My child is not going to run and get lost in the zoo because she brought a stroller. You know, just little things like that that made just life in general so much less stressful. And as the stepmom, it was stressful for me um, just because I never, I never wanted to step on toes. I never wanted to create more problems within the relationship that you and Gentry already had. And so now that we are friends, I don't have to worry about that. I'm a lot more happy and open and um, it's a lot easier for me to have a good relationship with Beckham now because of that. When did this all start? I feel like it just started when you started showing up when we did our switches. Like, that's how mm -hmm. we were introduced. I started getting out of the car. I don't know how you thought I was intimidating at all, so. <laughs> I was, like, too scared to even, like, like even be there so I just would sit in the car <laughs> or you would drop Beckham off and I would just sit in the other room I was like there but not honestly that's probably what I would do though <laughs> I'd be too scared to be like oh this woman's gonna kill me Gentry but... would be like come say hi and I'd be like maybe next time <laughs> I mean, Sorry, meanwhile no. I'm the idiot that like literally trips going up your stairs and you you <laughs> you were somehow <laughs> Afraid that but I'm also, gonna be. <laughs> I think that it was because I had my mom and stepmom that had a horrible relationship, so I was just scared of meeting you and creating a relationship like they had for myself in my own life. I didn't think that I would be able to handle that, so I just avoided it instead of dealing with it. Was it scary when we first started talking? Like, were you afraid that, like, like your first impression? Did you think that it was going to, whatever you did or said could make our relationship like your parents had? Once I met you, I, I knew that there was, that we could be friends if we tried. Um, it was just the initial meeting and getting over the fear of just meeting, like I said, for the first time. Yeah, that's good. I feel like the more, like, we started interacting with each other when we did the drop-offs, then we started talking. Like, I remember one of our real, first real, that I can remember at least. Baby's crying in the background. <laughs> first real conversations that we had was when you and Gentry were in the process of, like, prepping for the wedding. 
we started talking about like hair and makeup and eyelash growth serums and it was just like the first conversation that I remember was just like a girl talking to a girl like two girls having beauty talks and nothing else stressful like I think we were literally just in the front of our house talking about that and that was like the one of the first times that we actually just like stayed and you guys stayed and we talked and we just kind of got to know each other a little bit and I remember leaving that conversation just like feeling so good and I was like wow like I had a good conversation with her like she's not mean either because most girls are kind of intimidating and they're kind of mean especially in these situations yeah so I appreciated that yeah and I think that um it does take a while to get over the fact of only being able to talk about Beckham because I think that at first um, you don't know what you have in common and so like with us we only talked about Beckham because that's all that we knew so it took us a while to like you said start having those girl conversations that is what starts friendships because the only thing that we both knew was Beckham. Well, and another thing, too, that I was not concerned about, but I just didn't know how to relate to, was that, like, you are, what, four years younger than me? Yeah, when I met you, I was 19. Yeah, and I was, what, 25, 24? Yeah. I don't know. So, in hindsight, that's not really, like, a big difference. But at first, you're like, okay, like, I don't know how to relate to you because we just were born at different times. We have different things going on in our lives. So, it's hard... Okay, I want to say hard. It was just tricky at first to initially find that starting point of, like, something we could talk about or, like, get to that point, like, a conversation flowing that way where we could be like, oh, hey, we both do this or we both have this, you know? Yeah, I think it was hard because um, you were done with college. I was starting my bachelor's program, and so I think that it was just... Um, just looking at it on paper, I seemed a lot younger than you, and I believe that too, so I don't feel like we had anything to talk about because of we were on such different levels of life um, until we got to know each other, and I don't feel like I act that much younger. I feel like all my You're friends... You're more mature than some of my, like, very older friends, so... I mean, my <laughs> husband's 28, so I feel like I get along a lot better with You're just an old soul at people. heart, you know? Old soul. Yes. <laughs> So I think that once we got over that awkwardness of what do we talk about, then it was easy to be friends. But I feel like we also, on that subject, I feel like the hostility, not that there was any hostility towards you, but with me and Gentry almost had to fade away for a little bit in order for that to begin. Because the more mad I was at Gentry and vice versa, the less I wanted to talk to him, the less I wanted to stay, the less I wanted to get to know who the heck you were, you know? Like, I knew, I knew, I tell this story all the time, I knew he had a girl. <laughs> I knew he had a girl in his life as soon as there was hand soap in his bathroom whenever we'd go drop Beckham off. And I was like, all right, who you dating? What would he do without me? I have no idea. <laughs> Obviously yeah. not have hand soap. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that it was um, also the first, the first few times that we hung out without... Cameron and Gentry I feel like not that it was awkward but I feel like we still had even though we were to the point of we could hang out and it was possible to plan that and do that it was still like 
we had to figure out what to do, where now we can just hang out and talk just like friends do. Well, like, a good thing, too, one, we can sit and look at each other with literally nobody else in here pretending like we're on a talk show <laughs> and not feel weird. But also, like, I feel we can sit in silence, and I feel like that's a sign of friendship to me. If it's not awkward, we can just be like, hey. Mm-hmm. And then we can sit in silence for a second. And I know you're not, like, sitting here judging me, and I'm not sitting here judging you. But just like any relationship, every every relationship takes time. Um, all friendships take time as well. So I just think that once we got over the fact of you are Gentry's ex and you are my stepson's mom, then it was just growing a relationship like any friendship would grow naturally. And now it doesn't even feel that way. Like it's kind of cool that I can say like one of my best friends is Beckham's stepmom. Yeah, and I talked to you way more than I talk to almost all of my friends. My husband got jealous today. He was like, you didn't even <laughs> open my snap. Yeah, you're opening Madison's snap. And I was like, Just yeah. She, I fell asleep on her last night. I have to open her snap first. Sorry. Yeah. So <laughs> I feel like we are just genuine friends and it makes life a lot easier um, because we also are forced to be co-parents, but we can be friends too. Especially when it comes to like the struggles of just being moms and having kids, like, I can just text you and be like, dude, I've had it today, you know? Or, like, Beckham was a complete butthead, and I know you can relate because you know him, like, Mm -hmm. way better than any of my other friends. And another thing that I've noticed is when your kid does something really exciting or learns something new, you want to tell everyone, but because they're not everyone else's kid, they don't it's not that important to them, but it's just as important to me as it is to you. So you tell me all the things about Beckham and I want to hear it and I want to talk to you. And you get just as excited. And that's why we, we have a group chat for our co-parenting parents that we were all in. It started out with just me and Gentry and then when uh, I got married to Cameron, Cameron was in there. And then when you got married to Gentry, you were added in um, and we just talk about everything Beckham, his well-being, how he's doing, you know, if there's anything exciting or just cute pictures. I feel like I send cute pictures all the time and vice versa. And that's been so nice about just like keeping each other updated. But also I feel like the fact that we can talk freely there saves us a lot of stress and allows more opportunity for us to just be friends when we actually see each other in person rather than like have to update each party about all the things Beckham you know like we we already have that covered we can just solely talk about us now and it makes it a lot easier because when we're doing drop-offs say Gentry's not gonna come get Beckham and it's me or Cameron's gonna come get him and it's not you if you and Gentry were the only ones talking then everyone else would be out of the loop so it's just easier to say hey I'm gonna come get Beckham at five instead of Gentry I'm on my way now, or whatever, and so it's not, it's not like every party has to be updated individually, it's just like a group chat like you would have with your friends, plus then we can talk about other things, not just Beckham, we can talk about The Bachelor, or whatever we want to talk about, mm-hmm. whatever's going on in our own lives, just like a friend group chat would. Yeah, and I think that's awesome, but that's also when, 
like they're like guys shut up go talk about it and text by yourself <laughs> so that so then me and maddie actually text a lot by ourselves but yeah. don't tell our husband don't tell it's him. not about beckham it's just about you know girls the bachelor yeah the bachelor <laughs> um about the group chat though i felt like although that was always like a great idea and i knew that it was also kind of awkward for me because even though i knew you guys and we were friends like after after my wedding and after I gentry added me to the group chat, I was still nervous to be added because, um, just like I said, everything takes time and it just took time for me to feel confident in being like, hey, Beckham's sick, he needs this, or whatever, rather than having gentry do it because I was not the bio parent. So even though we were friends, it still took a while for me to feel confident um, parenting just like the bio parents would parent. And I'm sure that was scary from just the very beginning. It's like you, your job is to also take care of this little boy, but then you also have people who are like, like I'm the mom, you're the stem mom. Now that doesn't make any difference. But at first it was like, I, I feel like if I was in your shoes, correct me if I'm wrong, I'd be like, I can't, I can't tell her this, you mm-hmm. know, like, I feel like that's scary. And so that's, I'm just throwing some accolades at you. Like, you you really kind of had to endure a lot in order to get to where you are now to feel comfortable that, like, you can tell me those things. Or, like, you, you can tell me, you're like, dude, Beckham sucked today. And I'm not going to get offended over that because I'm like, yeah, you, you know Beckham. And you're not going to be like, oh, well, you shouldn't have him then. Like, I'll deal with him because he's mine. If you can't deal with him, then yeah, don't. But so. I feel like you've proved the mom you are to me, like, over and over again. Like, if you, re- if you genuinely sucked at being a mom, I'm sure I might have some hesitations. <laughs> but you actually are a really good mom for first time or being a stepmom. Like, you know what's going on. And you have, like, you have a really good heart and Beckham loves you and he sees you just as if you were me. And that's ultimately at the end of the day. At first, that was, like, a hard pill to swallow. Like, I was telling you earlier. But there's going to be another woman in Beckham's life and that's just... It's just kind of hard because no mom ever wants to be replaced. But then if you look at it in the long scheme of things, it's like I, if I had to choose between a freaking crackhead and a mom who is going to show up every single day for Beckham, you obviously want the mom that's going to show up every single day for Beckham. And so they're, without having to, they choose to do all of these things for your son, for your children. How can you not respect that person? How can you not want them to be the best people they can be for your for your kids? Yeah, and if the step parents are going to be in the child's life regardless, um, it just makes sense to know them, to get to know them, or try to get to know them as much as you can. Then you know who's in your child's life, um, but then also you can hopefully grow a friendship like we did. Yeah, and I we posted on our co-parenting or stepped up co-parenting Instagram page um it was a quote saying when when women when women empower women or women support women together they rise and I think that I really really liked that because that's kind of like the thought processes I had to go through there were there was a lot of thought processes I had to go to in order to be okay and get to where I am now but it's just like if the more Maddie we support each other the better moms we're going to be and the more Beckham's going to respect us and the better people that are the better 
person Beckham is going to be. So, like, why wouldn't I want to be on your team? Why wouldn't you want to be on my team? Why would we not want to be friends when we're all trying to get to the same goal, which is to make Beckham the best person he can be? And um, another thing is it just makes it easier because, say, I need help with something. I've, I've never been a mom. I've never had a kid. So if I need help with something that is mom-related, um, I just go to you and you just give me the answers. And it's not like you're talking down on me. You're genuinely trying to help me. And I think that that is something that makes us be able to be friends. I don't think you realize how excited I am for when you have a kid. <laughs> Soon. Hopefully. I'm going to nurture the heck out of it, too, just like you would. I am going to love that little baby. Uh, with all that, we kind of had to ease becoming as good of friends as we are, but there was, at least for me, a significant moment that did help me realize that Maddie was in this for Beckham and genuinely wanted to co-parent with us and be my friend. And for me, that was when we had already kind of started talking, being friendly, but you invited me and Cameron to your wedding. And not just the wedding, the whole wedding. And the first part of your wedding was pretty, like, intimate. So for us to be invited to that was really special to me to know that she doesn't view me as just Gentry's ex because, let's be honest, who in the heck wants their soon-to-be husband's ex at their wedding? <laughs> like, I, I can say I am not that big of a person. I, that would take me a little bit to get to that point. And so... Uh, when that happened, it was just kind of, I was kind of set back, like, wow, she actually wants us to be there. She wants to be friends. Like, that was a big move, and that was kind of a ballsy move, because not a lot of people would have done that, and so that showed me that you were actually trying to extend your hand out and be friends, and that was, that was a big moment where I started easing up. And I, I don't know... Thinking back on it, I don't really know, like, what made me and Gentry think we should invite them to our wedding ceremony that only 20 people can come to. It was, like, um, it was definitely both of us. We both talked about it, and it wasn't ever, like, a, should we, should we not? We are just like, yeah, let's invite them. Um, so I think already at that point, I didn't, I viewed you as Beckham's mom and not, like, my husband's ex. So I think that that, I'm not really sure where that changed. Um, I think just getting to know you little bit by little bit every week just helped me um, start to view you as Beckham's mom. Did it also help the fact that I was already married and already had another kid? Like it was, I feel like it would be a little easier for me knowing, like if I was in your situation being like, okay, well she's already She's already happy and has another family. Like, she's not trying to come after my man. Like, it would still be hard. Yeah. I mean, there were times that it was hard, for sure, just because, um, like, dealing with my husband's ex, and, like, you guys dated for a long time. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, like, some girl that he, like, hardly knew. Like, you guys, like, dated for a long time. So it was... Well, like, we had a baby together, too, and that's... Yeah. Like, and that's what my husband Cameron tells me all the time. And he's like, 
Taylor, I get you to love my ex, but like I literally, I, your ex is now one of my best friends and we have to see him every week and you had a baby with him. Like that's kind of a big thing. It's cool we didn't view it as that. Like if you look at yeah. the facts. Yeah, I think that looking back at it, I'm not really sure, but at the moment I I didn't feel that at all. I just felt like you were Beckham's mom, and I mean, I loved Beckham, and I wanted, like, the best for Beckham, and so I think that it just made sense for you guys to come. I mean, we were going to be in each other's lives forever, so you're stuck with me. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good thing we like each other, right? No, and that's, like, a good point is if you look at it, like, I keep saying this, but if you look at it in the long scheme of things, like, these co-parents, they're not going anywhere. You're going to be with them for a long time. Why wouldn't you try to make the best of this situation? It's like, if they're capable of it, like you were saying, as long as they're not a high-conflict birth mom or birth dad, or, I guess, step-parents, if that's a thing, too. I don't know all the yeah. lingo. But and why wouldn't you try? We also understand that there are situations that you can't co-parent, and... We're not saying it's possible for everyone. We're just saying if it is possible, then try because it will make your life and the kid's life so much easier and so much happier. And I feel like that's something we also haven't talked about. Like the parents, it takes away like all, all the things we talk about. It takes away all the stress, all of the worry of your children, but also think about it from the kid's perspective. I was talking to my cousin who... It has divorced parents, and I know you and Gentry also have divorced parents, so chime in with this. But I was asking him, when you were little, like, what would have helped you the most, like, mentally and happiness-wise with with your parents, even though they were divorced? What would have helped you the most? And he was like, well, if they were to ever, like, get together for, like, Christmas or things like that, the times we were all together is what made me the happiest. And it was cool because at that time... We had, we had already just planned, um, me and Maddie planned a Christmas party that we could, both of our families could have together because we want those moments for Beckham for all of us to be together. And it was cool. We could look back and be like, wow, okay, we're doing that. And I, we're making Beckham happy. Hopefully, hopefully at least, but we're making Beckham happy and he's not gonna, he's gonna know healthy relationships and he's not gonna walk around wondering why one set of parents didn't love him or if you want to go there, but we... We're both on the same page, we're on the same track, and we're working together for his mental benefit. And I think that was one of the things I had the hardest time with when me and Gentry split was that we were already creating like a divided family and just all the the mental things that go along with that, for lack of better words. And that was, you know, essentially our choice and he didn't have a choice in that. And that is what was very hard for me so this is the next best thing that we could do with both sets of parents being extremely happy um and just and what can be better than having happy parents for a child yeah and I think that um like you were saying I think that it would have been easier for me growing up in a blended family and um two different parental households um would be that even though they didn't say this, they ultimately the way that they acted and the way that they treated each other made me feel like in order for 
them to be happy or um, in order for me to have a relationship with either parent I had to pick. It wasn't ever like I could have great relationships with both of them because it was so high conflict and even though they never said you have to pick, that's what I felt as a child is that I had to pick between my mom or my dad's house in order to um, make one of them happy because neither of them were happy. And that's a lot of stress to have as a young child, you know? Like yeah. Like that burden. And I, hard to I think that's just going into becoming a stepmom. That was my biggest thing was I don't want that for Becca because I know how that feels. And my parents were both great separate. They just could not parent together. And that just caused a lot of stress for me and my brother growing up. So just doing little things um, with you in order to help Beckham, that's why I started um, wanting to be friends was because I didn't want to put Beckham in the situation that I was put in when I was a child. And that's another one of the things that stood out to me too is we also had a conversation right before that and you were telling me that you are going to be there for Beckham but like I'm mom and you're not going to step on my toes and that you wanted to ultimately be friends because you had that situation when you were little and you didn't want that for Beckham and that's another thing that made me take a step back and realize that wow she also cares about that side of Beckham you know he's just like a cute happy bubbly person but she also cares about the long-term effects and his happiness and all of that and that's another thing that made me really like you was just that we were also on the same page with that and that was a very mature thing coming out of your mouth and in a situation where we hadn't really talked a lot and I just really appreciated that. I think that conversation was one of the I still like remember where I was and like everything I think it really impacted me because you said if Beckham has to have two moms if he has to have another person in his life I'm happy that it's you and I feel like that was like, I was in class, and I was like, okay, now I'm going to cry in class. Because <laughs> I was like, that's like, it just meant a lot to me because although it was hard for me, I know that it was hard for you, too. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm going to cry. Don't cry. Because <laughs> I just feel like it was, like, it was hard for both of us, but for both of us to, like, understand each other's point of view. I think that that was, like, the conversation that needed to be hap- needed to happen in order for us to get cute I feel like that was a good like almost moment of healing too because I feel like for me that was one of the things that was on my mind and I'm sure that was a thing that was on your mind so for us to kind of come together at that point and we both realized that we wanted the exact same things and we wanted to be the same kind of mom and the same kind of person in Beckham's life I think at least for me that was kind of a healing moment of like okay like I can do this and it's gonna be okay So on that same page, it made it easier when I knew that essentially you were going to have to parent Beckham, and I'm sure with Gentry, hopefully, I think they had a conversation like this too, but uh, Cameron um, parenting Beckham, was it a little awkward at first trying to parent him? I think by the time we got married, um, we had already been together for like over a year and a half, and so I think by that point... I was okay with it, but in the beginning, um, the very first time I met Beckham, 
I remember like Beckham pooped and I was like, turn tree, like change his diaper because I was like, I didn't know like if that was my place. I didn't know if that was helpful or if that was weird or like I said, I was 19. <laughs> so I hadn't really been around like I had never cared for a kid yet. And so I didn't know. I didn't know like how to care for him and without making it weird for you, weird for Gentry. So I think that took a while. Um, it took a while for me to feel confident in being able to parent him. But now I just feel like all four of us parent the same. Mm -hmm. And like if I'm with you and Beckham does something that he shouldn't, I can put him put him in timeout or do whatever and I don't have to be like, Taylor, Beckham did this. We have the relationship that I can say, Beckham, you need to go say sorry or you need to um, share your toys with Ledger or whatever instead of relying on you and Gentry to do this. And it's kind of nice because when we're all together, it's... I know we keep saying this, but it's less stressful. Like, I know that you you are also a parent to Beckham. And even Ledger. Like, I know you you help Ledger in those ways, too. And I love how much, like, like when you came into our house yesterday and he ran and gave you a big hug. It's just so nice to know that, like, even him is, he is taken care of with you guys. But it's just nice knowing that I don't always have to be on Beckham's case or I don't always have to do things all the time for Beckham of course I'm going to but it's just like who doesn't want like a break every now and then <laughs> and I know I'm sure you Beckham you is sometimes he's very high energy so high energy he's constantly running constantly doing anything that he can be doing climbing anything jumping off anything that he can so it's nice to have four parents there that feel equal um in order to it's not awkward we can just say hey will you go get Beckham or hey I'll get him you can keep doing what you're doing or whatever or like even down to changing the diapers I remember I had to go upstairs to get something when you guys are over here and and my other son Ledger pooped and or he went he peed or something and needed a diaper change and I came down and you were already changing and I was like oh my gosh that's so nice like yeah <laughs> and then it's not even stepping on my toes it's just so nice to just to have another person helping me yeah but I think that was one of the hardest things about becoming a stepmom was just finding my place and finding um the rhythm of being a stepmom without stepping on toes without um making myself feel uncomfortable or making Beckham feel uncomfortable because uh, he already had a mom and he already had a dad and I didn't want to make him um, think that I was trying to take that over because he was a baby but still he knew who his mom and dad were so I just didn't want to um, upset him, upset you guys. So I think that was probably the hardest part and I think that's hard for every step parent from people I've talked to. Um, just learning what where your place is and I feel like yours and Beckham's relationship growed pretty naturally like I know he loves you because when sometimes like I'll I'll have to parrot him or get mad at him because he did something wrong you know and he'll look at me and be like mama go dad dad and Maddie's house you know and he always talked like that one day he was just singing that he loved dad dad and Maddie in the car 
like in the moments that you don't see, he really adores you. And I think that's awesome because it just naturally grew. You didn't force it. He came to a, his own conclusions and you showed your true colors around him and he absolutely loves everything about you. And I love that. But that also says something about you um, instead of being like, no, you're at mom's house or making it, um, making him feel like he can't say things like that in front of you, which that's how I felt with my parents. I couldn't um, talk about the other parent in front of the parent I was with without making things uncomfortable. So because you allow him to do that, I think that that says a lot about you without, it says a lot about you because you don't make it about you. You let it be about him. Thanks. <laughs> I really appreciate that. You're welcome. One of the things I didn't want to do was, starting off, I didn't want to hinder Beckham's relationship with his dad because that's not my place. And that's just, in my own head, kind of a toxic form of parenting. Like, I didn't want to be the reason they didn't have a good relationship. I didn't want to be the one saying all the bad things, you know, at the time about the other parent because what's that going to do for the kid? Nothing. It's just going to make him unhappy. And he deserves yeah. to know his dad for who his dad is. And we've talked about this a little bit on our um, Instagram page, but something that Gentry said that I always think about is if you talk bad about the other parent, um, your child is half that parent. So if you're talking, if you're constantly talking bad about his mom or his dad, he's going to feel bad about himself too because he is them in a way. And so it's important to not talk bad about the other co-parents just because of your own relationship and but also in order to make the child feel confident in themselves you need to avoid that as well well as I was gonna say confidence is a really big thing like you that quote's exactly right they're half the other parent and they have all of those qualities they're probably gonna have they're gonna look like them they're probably gonna act like some parts of them and if you continue to shut that down they're gonna look at themselves again at least in my head yeah that they're gonna look at themselves and be like oh well I do that too so if I do that if my mom's bad because she is doing that well I do that too so that means I'm bad too you don't want to create those issues with your own child in their own head about because you don't think those things are bad about your child. You're just upset with the parent. I feel like it comes more of a place of anger. Like all of my griefs I had with Gentry came from a place of anger. And now honestly, and, and it's so like freeing to say this, is that like I, I can't even remember half those times. Like it's so far past. It's so far gone. And we've created such a different life that like why would I want to keep trying to remember all that <laughs> like we both we both had our faults but it's just so nice to say that we've gone to this point where we've moved on that like you, you just don't think about it. you can't remember it I can't remember half that stuff it's just it's awesome yeah and I think that shows that it was the situation it wasn't you two as parents or individuals it was just um the situation and the conflict that came with it and so being able to put that past you both um, 
has been really good for Beckham and really good for all of us. Thanks for listening to our podcast and giving us the space to have honest conversations about co-parenting. Follow our Instagram at steppedup.coparenting for announcements about our next podcast. Thanks for listening. We tell everybody.